You're listening to the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast, episode 236. Welcome to the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast with your host, Karen Yankovich. This is where we embrace how good you are, girl. Stop being the best kept secret in town. Learn how to use simple LinkedIn and social media strategies and make the big bucks. Hello there. I'm your host, Karen Yankovich. And I remember when I got a little bit of a punch in the gut about, frankly, this podcast and ableism. I was at a conference, at a podcast conference, and there was a conversation about, is your podcast ADA compliant? I'm like, what the heck does that mean? I have a, you know, I, I people can listen to it. I've got show notes. And somebody said to me, yeah, but is, do you have the whole transcript? I'm like, who the heck's reading the whole transcript? And they said, people that can't hear. And I was like, holy crap. You know, I mean, talk about privilege, right? Like I don't even, I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that I was leaving out a percentage of the population that might be interested in this show because I didn't have the entire transcript of this episode anywhere. And now I do, if you're listening to this on the actual website at karenyankovich.com slash 236, if you go to the bottom of the page, you'll see a button that says read the transcript. And if you click that button, it opens up the whole transcript. But it's just one example of the privilege that I have that is blinders, right? Like how, like you don't think of the things you don't think of until you, until you talk to other people and they point it out to you, which is why when I loved, when I met Denise, who's our guest today, I love the work she's doing because what she does is she helps people like me and people like you incorporate ADA compliance to our websites and among a bunch of other things. There's a lot of really interesting things that Denise does that we're going to talk about, but this is a really important conversation because, you know, even in your LinkedIn profile, there's things that you're going to want to think about from a position of privilege, right? Like do people that have, that are differently abled than you, are they able to really take in all the yumminess of your LinkedIn profile? So can you relate to that? Can you relate to like, just not just having an, a moment where you're just like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. Well, that's why we've got Denise on the show today. So kick back, listen in, you're going to love this conversation. I have Denise Pane with us here today, and Denise is the CEO and founder of Access Design Studio, the leading expert in ADA-compliant accessible websites, a lifelong advocate of people with disabilities, starting with her own special Olympian brother. Denise boasts over 20 years of business design expertise with a special focus on making websites compelling and inviting for people of all abilities. Denise is an accredited accessibility expert and a member of the International Association of Accessibility Professionals and the World Wide Web Consortium. Consortium. And I'm going to, we're going to learn more about Denise here on the show today. And I'm going to link all her stuff in the website, in the show notes to this. Denise, I am so excited. We're finally making this happen. We've been talking about doing this interview for a while now. Yeah. I am so happy to be with you, Karen. Yeah. So Denise and I met through some business colleagues and I just love the work that she does. I think it's so important because, you know, sometimes as CEOs of our business. And a lot of the people that listen to this are maybe transitioning to entrepreneur from a corporate lifestyle or are building a business, right? Are building a business and your expertise is in what you're so good at. And we're trying to like figure out the other stuff, right? Like what does a real CEO do? And what are the business things and the important things? And that's why I love bringing people like Denise on the show, because this is something that I did not do initially. And I was called out on it. And, you know, that is, is my website ADA compliant? It probably still has work to do, but specifically it was the show. 
that somebody called me out on. And they basically said, you know, what if somebody can't hear and they can't listen to it? I'm like, well, I've shown it. It's like, that's not the same. Yeah. Show notes is not the same as a transcript. So then I added a transcript, but what I did was because I didn't want the page to be, and this is all like stupid things. Like nobody wants to think about this stuff, which is why I love you, Denise. <laughs> like I created a button on my, I didn't want like mm-hmm. the page for this website to be yeah. this long as page full of all this, you know, with the transcript on. So I put a button that said, click here to get the transcript. And it opened a second page on my website up with the transcript. And then somebody said to me, Google's going to ding you for that because you've got the audio here and the transcript on two different pages and it's identical content, even if it's two different types of medium. So now what we have, and you guys that are watching this, listening to this on my website can check this out. We actually have a button on the page for each episode that when you click it, it opens the transcript on that same page. So it's not there until you click it, but if you click it, you can listen, you can read the actual transcript um, on the same page, but we did this. It didn't even occur to me, Denise, that yeah. I needed to do this. And of right. course I want everybody with all different kinds of abilities to be able to listen to this. Right. But who can think of all these things? So tell us a little bit about you. What yeah. brought you to where you are here and to, I mean, I want to hear about your brother, yeah. the special Olympian. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and like, how did this all come together for you? Yeah. So, well, I had had a web design agency for 20 years, but then the pandemic hit, right? So there's always been inequality when it comes to accessing the web. But during the pandemic, everybody was online for their health, for their social, for their banking, for their food, for every aspect of our lives. People with disabilities were left way farther behind. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but when, remember when we could first register to get vaccines, it was a federal website. Yep, it was, yep. That website was not accessible to blind people. So blind people literally could not register oh to get a vaccine. Gosh. Yeah. Right. So it just blew up and, you know, people just got, they were just over it, it you know, with, with, with um, total understandability. They were over it during the pandemic. Like we have been like left behind for so long. It's unacceptable. So that's when lawsuits started really flying. And of course, we, you know, in the US, we do love our lawsuits. And so that is often what motivates people into movement. And so that's where, because it's been legally mandated that your site is ADA compliant for decades, but it's now starting to really become apparent because the lawsuits are really flying. Well, you know, it's interesting when I, and it's, this is, complete ignorance on my part. But when I think about ADA compliant, I think of bathrooms, uh-huh, I think of yeah. wheelchair accessible. Like I think of things like that. I don't think of my website. I just yeah. don't. And I, and that's ignorance on my part, right? Like I need to know these things as the CEO of a business, you know, it's, it's my job to do this, right? It's part of my job is to, and especially because I stand for this. Like, it's not yeah. like, I'm like, Oh, who cares about people that like, right. it, it horrified me when I realized I didn't do this, you know, because I, I was so like, no, 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 I got to fix this. I appreciate that, Karen. I appreciate that you care that much. And what I really like people to understand is that Digital accessibility is really different than physical accessibility because when we think of disabilities, we think of people who are blind or deaf or in a wheelchair, right? Digital accessibility, we don't know, we don't understand that people that um, have a huge variety of disabilities struggle to use the web, like people with ADHD, with dyslexia, with autism, 
with colorblindness, with trembling hands, like a lot of older adults, with um, short-term memory. I mean, I could go on and on and on. So we're talking, of course, about your employees, your site visitors, your clients. We're talking, I mean, we all know, we could probably name on, you know, many hands, the people we know that would fit into the list of categories of people who are supported by an accessible website. So it makes a huge difference in people's lives. So where do we start when we're thinking about our digital footprint, our corporate digital footprint, and I guess our personal brand digital footprint Mm -hmm. too, right? I will, you know, think I'll add LinkedIn into that, right? Like, you know, where do we start? Well, so if you want to do some things on, you know, on one's own, there are ways on social to make sure that your content is accessible. Most all of the platforms allow you to add alt text, which is just a short description of an image so that somebody who has visually impaired or maybe they have slow internet, so they're not loading images. They just live in a rural area. They don't have fast internet, or maybe they can't afford fast internet. They can have a similar experience to sighted people or to people sighted, meaning people with sight, or Mm -hmm. to people that have, you know, high speed, because the image will be described. It tells us, you know, what is there. That is one thing. Another thing is to keep your, and this is just good practice everywhere, right? Keep it all as short, as sweet as possible. Big, long, five paragraph essays, long paragraphs of text. That's hard for somebody with ADHD, many people with dyslexia, many people with autism. I could go on and on. So nobody wants that. Uh, Nobody nobody wants it. Perfectly abled people are not interested in reading five paragraphs about you. And that's what's so cool is that an accessible site and accessible content actually creates a better user experience for everybody, whether they have a disability or not. So cool. So cool. So we jumped over the, how, how, what brought you to this? And I want to yeah, go back yeah. to that. Tell me about your brother. Tell us, tell us about how that inspired, who, yeah. what, tell us about him and what is, how he inspired you. Thanks so much for asking about him. So my brother is three years older than I, he is developmentally delayed and epileptic, and he has been busting my chops since the day I was born. His favorite thing in the world is giving me grief. We are just like your typical siblings who are like love each other, best friends, and like are always still wah, 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 like even in our 50s, right? My mom just rolls her eyes. She's like, are you all ever going to grow up? And I think the answer- Oh, yeah, yeah. I had all my kids here this past weekend, and I'm just like- (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're in recovery mode, no doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like I said, he was born, he's epileptic and and is developmentally delayed. So he has been involved in, you know, special education and special Olympics and in special programs since he was very young, maybe like five or six or seven. And I'm three years younger than he. And my family is super, super close. So we were all involved in each all each other's lives. They went to all my games. We went to all his games. I So I started volunteering, you know, Special Olympics when I was really young, maybe like nine. And so did that for, you know, a couple decades. And then I worked in a special education classroom and I ran a camp for kids and adults with disabilities. And then I ran another camp for kids that were an integrated camp, kids with and without disabilities. And so I've been involved my whole life um, and have been an advocate for my brother. But the biggest motivator is my brother and just seeing the, what my parents have done from him to make sh- done for him from the very beginning to make sure that he's included and he can thrive. And so, and so for me, it puts me in a great position, right? I have, you know, a, a tw- 23 years at this point of a, of experience with a web design as a web design firm and a lifetime of experience with people with disabilities. So it's a, it's a perfect marriage for the ADA. I love that. Yeah. So what are, what are a couple of mistakes that you see over and over that the truth that, you know, traditionally 
people that think they're doing a good job don't realize that they're even making? Yeah, that's a great question. So any movement on a site, whether it's a video, whether it's, you know, animations, not the tiniest ones, the animations that just take like, you know, a second or two, but like something's loop or any movement needs to be able to be stopped because that can't, somebody with epilepsy can be triggered to have a seizure. People with ADHD can't focus. It can really bother people, some people with autism. And, you know, I actually don't have a disability and I cannot concentrate if there is movement. I need to, I either need to scroll the page so I can't see the movement. Again, it makes a better user experience for everybody. If I'm on a site and I can stop the movement, I guarantee you, you're going to get a lot more of my attention on your site because I can't concentrate when there's movement. So that's one thing that's really overlooked a lot is being able to stop. We, you know, video is awesome on websites. It shows it's higher conversion, but we need to be able to stop it. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And then alt text, like I described, and that's every image except for purely decorative images. If it's purely decorative, leave it blank. But if it has meaning, then you want to describe it. So the non-sighted or somebody with low vision, or again, like somebody who has their images not loading, they can have a similar experience. And it's not... You want to describe the images, image like woman in a vineyard trimming grapes with hand prunes, you know, or pruning shears or whatever, so that I can have that experience. If I'm not sighted, I can understand what that image is. I want to jump in for a minute and just remind you that my goal is for there to be more wealthy women in the world. Women with money can change the world. Money gives you more choices and choices allow you to serve from the overflow. I want your cup not just full, overflowing so that we can serve from the overflow because I know that's what you want. I know most of the women that listen to this show or that are in my world are women that really are world changers. So if that's you, you may want to think about looking into joining our She's Linked Up program. She's Linked Up is where we teach women how to meet the kinds of people that can change their business and their life and their bank balance forever. You know, it's not just LinkedIn strategy. All the strategy in the world isn't going to help you get there if if your mindset isn't in the right place. So there's a lot of mindset work in this program. It's really about identity shifting, helping you step into that multiple six, seven, eight figure business owner, the CEO of your business, of your life. And we do that in a very, with building a lot of ease into it. I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not. There's a a lot that goes into this, but we've got your back. We help you every single step of the way. My team and I are so committed to your success. We custom design everyone's experience in this program to really serve them at the highest level. Uh, It's a 12-week program, and um, our goal is for you to know exactly how to get the kinds of people on your calendar that will move your business forward in a big way. We look for some quick wins. We help you build the, set the foundation for some long-term wins and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. So if you want to know a little bit about what that's like, grab a spot on the calendar. Just go to karenyankovich.com slash call or go to the links in the show notes here and just get on the calendar. We'll talk a little bit about what your goals are and we'll help you come up with some ideas on how to support that. These goal, these calls are really, really valuable. Whether or not we think that we can help you, we're definitely going to help you at least on this call. If we think that we can help you with our She's Linked Up program or some other something else maybe that we can offer, um, we'll tell you what that looks like if you want to hear. But mostly we want you to get a lot of value. So karenyankovich.com slash call. Get to on the calendar and is the first step to really shifting the way you look at your business and your life.
And where does that alt text even come up? That comes up. Um, so if somebody has a screen reader, which is what reads aloud the content of a website, if you have mm-hmm. low vision or are blind, then it will read that. It will read that alt text. You don't have to say it's an image of the, the screen reader will you know, describe that. Oh, or, I see. Yeah, I see. example. Exactly. I, so I, I had no idea. Yeah. And I've heard of it. I just didn't really know what it was. Yeah. And usually a lot of people have WordPress sites and WordPress makes it super easy to add alt text. And so here's the other thing that's so awesome is an, an, an a site that is ADA compliant ranks higher in the search engines because anything a screen reader can read, Google can read. And Google wants to deliver results, deliver sites that are usable for the most number of people. 25% of the population has a registered disability. 25% in the US, in Canada, wow. worldwide. We're talking a huge population. So if your site is ADA compliant, Google goes, well, yeah, 25% more people can use this website. It's going to rank you higher. Wow, that's interesting. I feel like I need, I feel like I dropped that ball. I'll have to I'll have to go check that out. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I know. It's definitely Yeah, and I'm thinking about like every single podcast image times 250 <laughs> or whatever are now, you know. So yeah. whatever. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, totally. Um, exactly. Right. I mean, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Today, whatever you learn today is something you didn't know yesterday and you do you do better you do better tomorrow. Exactly. Right? It's not it's not yeah. I mean, I I feel like it's not something you want to beat yourself up for. It's just something that you now you know better. Yeah. So you can do better. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't like people to get overwhelmed, you know, because the reality is, Karen, it's really technical. Like to become, have an ADA compliant site, the layperson can't do it. It's just that simple. But there are things that you can do and then move towards that direction of working with an accredited accessibility expert firm to become fully compliant because it's just, it simply is not possible for the layperson. So my site's a WordPress site, but what about people that use sites like, you know, Squarespace and mm-hmm. yeah. all those other Same. ones? Do they have, is that, do they have almost those all of, of those? Yeah. Almost all of those allowed you to access the code, which a lot of it is code, code-based. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You know, you said something earlier that I want to make sure that we point out. And that is that, you know, we work so hard to, to get our stuff seen by people. You know, and people ask me every day, how do I get my post seen more on LinkedIn? Uh I always say it's like the wrong question, but we leave money on the table and we don't think about these things, right? Like, you know, we could have, you know, somebody said to me one time, I don't know if I've ever said this to you, but somebody said to me one time that uh, so many entrepreneurs, and I certainly could relate to this when I first heard this, there's always a plan in their head for some kind of ad campaign, right? I'm going to do Facebook ads. I'm going to do Google ads. I'm going to take out a Super Bowl ad, right? Like ads are a big industry, right? And what a, what an ad does is it gets your content in front of people that you hope are interested in what you do, right? So that they call you. But we're not putting the same amount of effort into SEO right. and into the kinds of things that Google's going to deliver our site for, which is crazy because when people, when you come up in a search engine, you're investing in coming up in something you know people are interested in because they're searching for it. Yes. It's not like, let's hope somebody is, that sees our ad is interested in what we do. This is, no, no, they're interested. They're searching for it. Yes. You know I mean? So we, I'm not saying don't do ads, but before we invest $25 or $25,000 in ads, yeah. let's spend $25 or $25,000 to make sure we're not leaving any SEO holes on the table so that we are at least you know, coming up when people are searching for the kinds of things we do. And you're, what I'm hearing from you is, you know, it's very possible that many of us are not coming up as often as we can in Google searches because we're not paying attention to these little things that we could just, these are little tweaks on our website. 
Absolutely. There was just a great study that came out that said that websites that were made accessible, there was a 12% average increase in overall traffic. Wow. 73.4% saw growth in organic traffic, that's search engine traffic, and 61% saw growth in organic traffic up to 50%. Like those are big numbers, right? They those would make anybody numbers. happy. They're huge numbers. Because yeah. you know what? I mean, listen, I mean, listen, if, if somebody from, you know, Coca-Cola is listening and this is helping you, I'm so happy. But chances are people listening to this are going to greatly monetarily benefit right. by a 25% increase in anything. Yep. Right. In any exactly. part of the work that you're doing. Oh my gosh. So cool. So I want to, I want to take this conversation in another direction because I think mm-hmm. like we've hit the point, like this is, there's money in this to do this, right? Yeah. We live in a world right now where for better or for worse, it's a little polarized, right? Mm-hmm. But more and more I'm finding people want to work with people that have similar values to them. Yeah. And I, I actually just recently, I noted, I, I saw that on LinkedIn, on your LinkedIn company page. And if you guys have not done this yet, you need to look at this, go to your LinkedIn company page. Cause one of the options now is what are you committed to? And it literally says, showcase what your organization cares about because top talent are looking for employers who share their values. And the kinds of things you can add are things, you know, are things like, what are you committed to? Right. Love what it. are you, you know, are you committed to social impact, environmental DE and I, right. So there are, you know, not only is it good for your business from a, you know, very practical standpoint, there you are, you literally, I feel like in this world, what we want to do is hang a, hang a shingle, right? Wherever we can to let the world know, no, I've got you. I am very committed to being ADA compliant and things like that. So do you see, how does that fit into the work that you do just from a purely, you know, well, I don't even know what the word is. So I'm from a purely like, you know, you want to make an impact in the world. You want to make an, yeah. inf- you want to be an influencer in this space. I so love that. And there's a reason that LinkedIn is now having that because so much research shows that employees want to work for companies that are involved in, you know, care about social justice. And we all know that like have a good, having a good employee retention program right now is, hugely important. And people, consumers want to buy products and services from companies that advocate for social matters. Like there's so much research I could, you know, I won't bore you with it, but, you know, Forbes and Nielsen reports and et cetera, talking about that. So this is where we as CEOs get to be leaders, right? We get to say, everybody is welcome in our in our company. That starts with probably their first impression of you, which is your website. And then we get to, you know, like I said, when people see that the leaders care, right? That Because again, you're not just talking about your clients. You're talking about your employees. You're talking about your employees' spouses and kids and parents who are affected by this. So as leaders, as CEOs and leaders of our businesses, if we show that it's important to us, not only do they feel cared for, we know that people, you know, They learn by leaders. We all do. We all have our mentors and those we look up to. So we are actually leading a whole social justice movement by giving a shit. Oh my gosh. And not only by giving a shit, but by letting people know that we give a shit. Yes, absolutely. It becomes part of our brand. Do you advocate for literally putting on your website, like this website is ADA compliant or something like that? Like- 100%. Well, there's always an accessibility statement that will go with a site that's been made compliant. And that an accessibility statement is something it's linked to in the footer. And it does two things. One, it shows 
users, they can go there immediately if they have special needs and they can see where they might have stumbling blocks because some sites may still have stumbling blocks, especially if you use third party like a calendar app or a booking app or e-commerce, there might be stumbling blocks. And it also, it's an open conversation. It says, hey, if you ran into anything on this site, let us know. We will try and address it. It's actually an open conversation. And then we certify businesses as being accessible. We give an actual certification. It's a small little badge that goes in the bottom on the bottom of the website because of course we want people to know. Like I want everybody to know, right? The more companies that care, the more everybody will care. So I love that there's ROI on digital accessibility. Like it just is a win-win for everybody. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how do people learn more, get started to learn more about this? How, what's the best way to dive in and get started with, you know, not just a, not just a a theoretical commitment to, to this, but an actual commitment and actually take the first step towards having an ADA compliant online presence. Well, I am happy to hop on a call with anybody and do a quick accessibility assessment of their site. And so you can, you know, at my my website, accessdesignstudio.com, you can request a consultation right there. And I'll just hop on with you and say, hey, here's where the strengths are. Here are some weaknesses are. Here's where you might be missing out on some um, conversions. Here's some, you know, we, we discussed SEO. Like it's a really in-depth and it's complimentary for a couple of reasons. One is my goal is equal access. Access. I want equal access. However, we need to get there, great. But then, of course, I would love to work with lots of people. So then that's also a way for us to start the conversation. They can see if they're comfortable with us, if they want to bring us on to get it done for them. Got it. Got it. Cool. All right. Well, we'll link to all of that in the show notes. And of course, you need to connect with Denise on LinkedIn and mm. in all the places. And all of those links will be in the show notes as well. What do you think's next for you and for ADA compliance and, you know, the digital world? Is there anything on the horizon that you see? Yeah, it's becoming huge. Like people need to, I I just want to say, there's one thing I would love to be able to say, Karen, and that is this. Please. There are those little toolbars you can see that are on websites and usually it's in a corner and it's a little colored and you can click it and something pops up and sometimes it's somebody with their arms spread or sometimes it looks like a wheelchair icon. Those do not work. They are driven by AI, artificial intelligence, which can only address up to 30% of issues. And they can't tell if you've done it, if you've addressed it, but addressed it wrong. Those companies have zillions of dollars in backing. So they go to you and they say, hey, we can make your site compliant for 50 bucks a month. You know, we'll put this little toolbar on there. And And so that is actually something that the whole accessibility profession is trying to educate the populace on is that if it's too good to be true, sounds like it is. Like if you read their reviews, people buy into it and then they get sued. And they're like, I thought I was compliant. They told me I was. Those companies are in, like the biggest one is in Israel. You can't sue them. Forget about it. You know, there's no, so they're just, it's a deceptive marketing and it's dangerous. So you actually have to bring on a human to do the work. So that's really what is going to be moving forward. The DOJ already has put out a statement saying everybody needs to be, every website, needs to be addressing accessibility. We're going to, in the next three to five years, you're going to be hearing it as like, you know, SEO. It's going to be the same, you're going to hear it as commonly as you hear SEO. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you guys keep an eye on my website because Denise and I are going to be working together soon to update my website to to be more ADA compliant. Now that I've told her I've 300 images that don't have tags on (laughs) it, she might back out, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, thank you so much for this. This has been great. I think that 
this is a topic I've been wanting to talk about because it is, it's the kind of thing that people, like I can just speak for myself. I want to, to do better, but I don't know how to learn. I don't know how to, I don't know what I don't know. Right. Yeah. Like how do you, you don't know what you don't know. So hopefully this is, this will inspire a few people that didn't know about this. Just a couple of ways to get started. I encourage you to book a call with Denise because as you can see, she's fun and personable to have a conversation with and really, really valuable. And I cannot wait till I can say that I have done all the work, not just some of the work to bring my website up to ADA compliance. And I am grateful that you're in my life to do this. So thanks for being here and sharing this with everybody else too. Oh, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Karen. Is Denise not awesome? Come on. We love Denise. I think she's just doing some brilliant work in this world. I am so honored to have her in my life and definitely check out Denise's LinkedIn profile, connect with her there and take a look at the work that she's doing because it's important. It's important for all of us to be doing this and infusing this into everything we do. If we really want to be women that are showing up in a big way in the world, we need to have our eyes open right to the privilege that we have, whatever that privilege is for us. So if you've listened before, or if you love what you hear today, you know, I love to hear from you. So make sure that you're following this show, wherever you're listening to it. I would love your review. That's so helpful to me because it lets me know the kinds of shows that resonate with you. And we could do more of those, right? Um, I would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media. Use the hashtag good girls get rich, tag me, tag Denise, and that we can, we can share your posts with our audience and then we can all get more visibility. And this is how we're all lifting each other up, right? In the show notes, which is karenyankovich.com slash 236, you'll see a link for SpeakPipe where you can leave us an audio message. I would love that. I respond to every one of those personally. And uh, you know, maybe there's a guest you think I should interview or a topic you'd like to hear me talk about. I would love to get your feedback on that. So just go to karenyankovich.com slash 236. You'll see the blog for this page. You'll see the link for SpeakPipe and all of the links that Denise and I talked about on this show today. And remember, if you want to know a little bit about what it is like to get some help with your strategy, with you stepping in, in a bigger way into your business and your life, grab a spot on our calendar. It's karenyankovich.com slash call, get you to the calendar. We are here to support you. I do this podcast to support you. And I do believe that a rising tide lives all boats, right? So I, again, if you can share this with your audience, that would help me. And yeah, we're, we're lifting all the boats that way, right? So I hope this was great. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. And I will see you back here again next week for another episode of the Good Girls Get Rich podcast. <laughs>